2: Blue moon. you saw me standing Without a dream in my heart. Welcome to the Man City Show, it's Nigel Rothman back in, the sh- uh, back in the chair, and this new year we celebrated ex-City players receiving awards in Her Majesty the Queen's New Year's Honours List. Let us please pay tribute to Francis Lee CBE. Woo! Dennis Law, CBE, mm. also included on the list of CBEs a week or so ago, is my first guest, lifelong blue, proud Mancunian. Congratulations and a very warm welcome for his Man City show debut, Rob Barons, CBE. Hi, Nigel.
0: Thank you for having me. It's really, great, great to be
2: here. Really good to see you. Uh, can we go back to, when, whenever we get new people on, roll? we kind of sort of talk about first game, first memories. Was it Hyde Road or was it Main Road? <laughs> no, 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 I'm not that old. Uh,
0: my first game was in 1957 when City played United at home. And it was uh, a boring, goalless draw. And I disgraced myself by asking my father to take me home at half-time.
2: There have <laughs> been a few like that since yeah, as well. he
0: never let me forget that. So
2: You must uh, have been a very small child, Rob.
0: I, I was very small, yes.
2: <laughs> and so kind of your early day heroes, before we, we introduce these other two Absolutely. idiots in the Absolutely.
0: I mean, it was wonderful. Billy Levers, a uh, fabulous uh, defender. Jackie Plenderleith, what a centre-half he was. Ken Barnes, described as the greatest uh, uncapped footballer in England. And then Lightning Sambrook, you may remember him. He was yes. uh, a dizzy dizzy winger. winger yeah. Joe Hayes. And George Hanna, who, who ended up uh, owning a newsagent in, in Fallerfield when he retired. How, how things have changed. And, of course, a very great Bert Troutman.
2: So those are the, the, the early heroes. Then obviously you had that great team of the late 60s and early 70s, I suppose, which was the next great team after sort of coming up from the second division. And we talk about the great Colin Bell on this show quite a lot. And would he be kind of up there with, with your all-time heroes or, or, or not? Do you think people like Silver have taken over or would you go back to those early days of, of the 50s? And... I
0: think uh, Silver is a majestic player, but uh, Colin Bell's the best player I've ever seen. And quite interestingly, I see uh, quite a lot of Colin Bell in De Bruyne. Uh, he's got the same body language, he's got the same agility. But uh, Colin Bell cost £45,000 from, from berry
2: And Bruyne, and it, it, Bruyne was only 45000 as well, wasn't <laughs> he? Uh,
3: a
0: day. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that, that was a wonderful team. But they weren't all brilliant footballers. For example, George Heslop, who was one of my favourites... Mm. Uh, was not terribly talented as a, a skillful footballer, but he had magnificent heart. And uh, that that um, forward line of Bell, Lee, Summerby, Young, and Coleman. I mean, Neil Young. I saw him when he he played in City reserves, and he was just. Even at the age of seventeen, you could tell he was going to be a wonderful player.
2: You, you talk about players sort of after their career, sort of opening uh, newsagents. Neil Young, a, a very sad God rest his soul, a, a very sad story. That uh, we had a piano um, to get to kind of give away, and and, and he turned up in in a, in a white van and, and, a, and a brown coat to, to pick up. Our, I was absolutely heartbroken when Neil Young turned up. To he, won, he scored on April the twenty sixth, nineteen sixty nine, the winning goal in an FA Cup final, and there he was collecting pianos from people's houses after his career. Korea, as you say, how, how times have changed. I was, I was so upset, I can't tell you. Uh, my father took as an apprentice
0: one of the players from mm-hmm. the uh, cup-winning team of 1956, and that's what they used to do. They used to uh, put them out to, to industrialists in the centre of Manchester. It, you know, it's a completely different world. And I think that uh, George Heslop ended up owning a pub, which mm-hmm. was an entirely honourable thing to do. But can you imagine... Uh, any of today's team owning a pub?
2: Yeah, Sergio's. You can, you can see it now, can't you? Know it's the first happy hour.
1: I could imagine Richard Dunn owning a pub in the future.
2: Yeah. <laughs> And just before we introduce the voices you hear, sort of off stage here, I understand I've done my research, and I think, didn't you write a blog or contributed to a blog that commented on Ferguson's book on leadership? And you weren't particularly complimentary, I remember.
0: Well, I'm personally complimentary about Ferguson, but it was a, not a very distinguished book. And uh, it was co-written with a man called Michael Moritz, who didn't add very much to it. But what the thing that I most love about that book is that Moritz says that great leaders never regret things that have happened to their disadvantage in the past. And Ferguson tells us in capital letters that he doesn't regret anything that's happened. And then at the same time, within the first 100 pages, eight times he references the fact that uh, United lost the Premier League to City only on goal difference. <laughs> And that when City beat United uh, 6-1 at Old Trafford, United were the better... better team for most of the game, so I, I quite <laughs> enjoyed those bits. Out, yeah. And I
2: think he also sort of recommended his successor as well, didn't he, at uh, Old Trafford? I he, he did as well. indeed. He the did
0: Chosen do. One, I think he was
2: called. Indeed, absolutely. Well, listen, Rob, it's great to have you on the show. Uh, welcome. Uh, the, the two voices you heard um, are Stuart Brock. Can You you won any sort of journalistic awards, Stuart, in, in, in your time, on any of your books or any of not your... Not this week, no. No? <laughs> no. And someone who's won his five-metre swimming badge <laughs> and a couple of GCSEs, uh, <laughs> welcome to Joe Doherty.
1: A couple of GCSEs.
2: Well, I don't, I don't know. You must have had a few. You're still at school. You, must have, you yeah. must have stayed on. You must have won something. They give them away now like smarties, don't they? I got a couple of Cs, I think. <laughs> well done. Um, really good to see you both. Uh, an interesting week, and it's going to be an interesting week to come as well. Um, we've kind of got uh, a few things to cover. Should we start with the Capital One Cup uh, first leg, semi-final, Everton? Um, and I suppose... Jesús Navas scoring his first game a uh, first goal in 66 games I think is the statistic there. Um lucky Probably his first game with his left foot. I
3: mean, it was a good I good think. goal. Yeah, it was a very good goal, but I'm saying he doesn't use that foot particularly. Well,
2: he, well, he doesn't score. No, true. So, Joe, go on, kick us off then with uh, with that Everton game. 2-1 final score.
1: Well, he is the messiah, isn't he? Um, you know what? We played really badly in that Everton game. I was so disappointed. In those first ten minutes, we looked all right, and towards the end, we looked all right. But for the most part, we were awful. So, to have escaped with a 2-1 defeat, which I think is probably the best result we could have hoped for in a bad performance that is so easy to turn around, plus an away goal... I'm still relatively confident we can do that, but we made it difficult for ourselves, because once we equalised, I thought, right, we should, we'll get a draw here, might even go on, to, and we just let in a stupid, soft goal, like, minutes later, and we, we just looked so disorganised, although I would say, um, I thought we were a bit better in the second half defensively when Mangala went off. Because Demichelis, much as people slag him off, he does sort of marshal the defence, and Mangala is incapable of doing anything to that defence.
2: We'll give you an opportunity here, Rob, um, sort of Mangala versus Demichelis. I mean, a big fan of Mangala's, are you?
0: Well, I saw him play an excellent game against Chelsea at the beginning of the season, and he looked like a very good footballer, and no doubt he is. But he's, he's accident-prone, and he has no confidence, and, he, you know that team is uh, dramatically weak at the centre of defence and he's one of the reasons for it. And Di is not much better anymore. So I think there is a real problem. Against Everton, you saw that they were very weak in the centre of defence and it was, an, it was an accident waiting to happen. Uh, the same was true against Watford and against Leicester, that the centre of defence looks, looks substandard.
3: We I need Vincent back. We do, but can I just go back to Ever- the Everton game as a whole? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I think the game turned on two incidents that we lost out at, on. Um, I thought their goal, their first goal, uh, Lukaku was offside. I know you're a referee, Nige, so give me your view on that in a minute. And well, the second you, I'll one, give
2: it you now. It's a 1-2-1, you know, the end.
3: No, okay. I know, but was he offside? He no, he was, it was not it's in the opinion
2: of the referee no, Stuart, you're Standing in front Stuart, of the keeper let, but Are you going to tell me Navas should have had a penalty? Listen, yes But these things, you know, players should yeah, but if should, those things go in our favour, we win 1-0 Yeah, but they didn't, Stuart, and they've got to get on with it It happens, it's the game of football And it's not going to change And yes, we can sit here and debate, you know Players blast balls, you know, over the bar from so four yards So, referee out.
3: the same referee yesterday gave a penalty to What, Madeley? What game was that? To uh, Spurs, uh, Spurs huh? wasn't it? Yeah, in the last minute or so Yeah Not a penalty
0: in, right, well, in anybody's well, I, opinion I, except his. I disagree, actually. With me or with Who
2: you disagree with, me or Stuart?
0: I, I disagree with Stuart because uh, it was he clearly <laughs> moved his hand towards the ball. No, he didn't.
3: His hand was not in any n- abnormal position. He was, you know, what are you going to do with your hands if you're running or trying to tackle someone? So, go on, you were
2: going to give us a The same referee.
3: Point about- the same referee. Robert Maidley. So,
2: so are you suggesting that, that he, he's he kind of He anti- defends referees to, no, no, the, listen, to the let death. Let me finish the question. Go on. Let me finish the question at least. So are you okay. saying that the referee is deliberately biased against City? Is no, that no. So, no, what you, so what's chosen. the point I'm you're making? I'm just saying
3: we were unlucky in two aspects. The, the goal and the penalty.
2: We shout. were unlucky. But City were No, li- I
3: didn't say we were unlucky to lose the game. I said we were unlucky in those two
2: incidents. Okay,
0: Rob. If City had lost 4-1, we couldn't have complained. I mean, Everton looked terrific. I would have complained. Going <laughs> forward... Um, they, the width that they have, uh, embarrassed City, and you know it wasn't wasn't impressive.
2: Uh, our away form is rubbish isn't it come on, let's be honest you know, we can't keep a clean sheet you know we we, we dodged it a, just we did we'll come on to that in a second you know we'll, we, we will come on to that against a very weak norwich side but we'll still come on to that i thought we were brilliant and i'm you know delighted to be to sort of save myself For, for talking amazing stuff about a fantastic performance away at norwich but in the meantime at this point we've been hopeless away from home mm. leaking goals looking bad at the back not being able to score um, you know, it, it wasn't a great performance, was it, Joe? Let's no, be It, was, it wasn't. It was, referee decisions or not, it was not a good performance. And we haven't, we consistently have not performed
1: well away from home. No, we've been very poor away from home this season. Even in games where the scoreline hasn't looked too bad. And we've come out of it going, eh, it's not the worst. It could have been better, it could have been worse. Like, you know. Leicester. Well, Leicester, Arsenal. Watford. Well Watford Obviously we won Yeah I know But oh, we didn't play very No well. we played very badly Arsenal as well You know we lost 2-1 And to the outside eye, A lot of people came Like a lot of people Like friends of mine who Are Arsenal fans Were texting me afterwards Saying you know I think we shaded I said no no no, no. We were crap For 80 minutes yeah. And then out of nowhere We get a goal And suddenly I mean Torre is The epitome of that You know He'll be awful For 80 minutes And then he'll do something Again against Watford Scores a great volley yeah. And suddenly we'll all go Oh he's a great player To have in the team He's not He's such a Waste of a player at the moment
0: But uh, I'm asking the question Why does it take uh, City to have goals scored against them Before they wake up And Mm. that's not just Yaya Toure That's the philosophy of the team And you put that down to the manager As well as to the team
2: and what's your? Because we, totally we've obviously agree. we've obviously asked that question before. Yeah. Do, you, do you have an answer to that, Rob? Because it's something we've been asking ourselves consistently, week in, week out, on on the Man City show. Because it's it, it it's obvious for all to see. Because we can turn it on, and we have turned it on in a couple of games. Stuart, you got the answer. I, I
3: think it's the case of a. I know it's a cliche, but the, of a dead man walking in charge. I mean, I, he must feel, you know, the fact that he's not going to be there next season. The players know that. Everybody, everybody around the Etihad knows what's going to happen next season So I can't, I can't believe that Pellegrini and the players are not affected And that's, that's,
2: that's been the malaise for the last three, four months It would be funny But it's not And it, and it would be great Let's just play a game for a moment We win all four, OK? Mm. We win the Capital One Cup We win the FA Cup We win the Premier League And we win the Champions League <laughs> and, and Pellegrini... Thank you very much, grand job It's not quite what we were looking for, Pep's coming in It will be a little unfortunate Well, it not? that
3: won't happen, but I mean, Chelsea have got rid of their manager when they won the
0: Champions but, League Stuart, you, it's, it's not credible to say he's a dead man walking and therefore that explains why they don't wake up I mean, these are highly paid professional footballers who allegedly have some pride in the shirt and the club and for that reason, they, they, they should start... Uh, from the beginning and, and give 100% And it looks to me as though one or two players Get selected whether or not they're playing well mm. And that is a concern well, I think that's
3: the case with most teams The managers are only human; they have their favourites Look at the way Chelsea were performing Before Mourinho went And they've not performed much better since But they were, they were just going through the motions They're a team of all the talents They're probably the second or third best team In the division But they were playing like relegation mm. fodder so that, I, think that's the, I think everything stems from the top, from the manager, from the coach, and it flows down through the captain and the team. And I, I, don't, I don't agree with this business that they've got pride in the shirt. They haven't. No
1: they're mercenaries a lot they're just they're just doing a job i mean they do want to pick up the title at the end of the season you think but they're not think it's not like it's not like two years ago when they all loved pellegrini and were all willing you know you'd have players like nasri and toure willing to run through brick walls for him just because he wasn't mancini and treated them the way like children which is what they liked but that is such a short term i mean personally i'm a mate i mean everyone always compares Pellegrini to Wenger but Wenger's obviously got something going on behind the scenes to have lasted that long because usually we look at Rodgers as a nice you know the nice man manager who comes in and replaces the horrible dictator of a manager you know he comes in he gets them playing well for a year and nearly wins them the league but after that they all just go you know what you're he pretty fell pathetic apart, yeah.
2: So, so let's move forward to, to Norwich if we can. Let, let's talk about something positive because there's no question that was a very positive performance. Mm-hmm. It was a, a great lineup. We had two up top to start with. Uh, took the competition seriously. Didn't make sort of too many changes. So obviously changed the keeper and a couple of others. Uh, you know, we, we, you know, Joe, you and I were both there. We caught up before the game uh, and indeed afterwards. Uh, that was a good performance, wasn't it?
1: Did we catch up afterwards? Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Of course. Sorry, I was getting mixed up with someone else. With um, someone else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, no, we played brilliantly. Actually, um, I went into that game thinking, yeah, we might nick this. I mean, early. I, and also, I was. I went with uh, Dave, obviously from the podcast, and he said to me before the game, you know, four four two. Not, don't like it. But I actually said to him, no, no, four four two isn't the problem yaya Torre is the problem when you've got two hard-working midfielders not as talented as Toure, but both willing to put their you know put their necks on the line i.e delf and fernando both players who get a bit of stick both from our fans in terms of fernando and other fans from Delph, they both put a real shift in they both played really well i thought as a pair and i think that Toure has got to be rotated out the side for that reason Going further forward, I thought that Aguero and Ianacho were a fantastic partnership together. They knew where to go, they knew what each other wanted, and again, that, that's, a, that's the other Ivorian I want rotated out. Besides Bonnie, I really think and Iannaceo is the real deal. And we, I mean, you know, United use Martial as their main man. Why can't we at least have Ianacho as number two? He's going to West Ham. Who? Bonnie. Swansea. What to get in ahead of Andy Carroll?
2: Well, you, yeah, heard, you heard it here first okay. Can't My, see it Can't see it happening, okay well, Swansea perhaps, yes well, But, we'll be but you know, we, we've been saying for weeks so that Hatcho, you Hatcho know, is actually you know, a great player um, And not been given a chance So it was good to see him actually starting and so on And, and I think most people on the podcast feel he sort of should get the shout ahead of Bonnie is that, is that your view as well, Rob? Or do you think he's still a bit too young and, and Bonnie's a proven striker?
0: Well, I, I think the bigger point for me is that uh, I, I take I understand what you say about Delph and Fernando, but watching the highlights on television, for me, the issue is Aguero and is he fit? And if he's fit, he's a world-class player and City look a different team. And uh, I think City's chances of winning anything this year depend on him staying fit.
2: Because every time he's unfit, it does take him two or three games to get back again. He absolutely looked at really his sharpest. Yeah, been. he's like Tevez. That's, that's Tevez first. is the same. But that first goal was, was, was fantastic. Was magical, up yeah. there was one of the best he's ever scored for the great, club. great backheel
3: by um, Sterling. Absolutely.
2: He almost, well well. almost went unnoticed. Yeah, he He set him up, but he still had a bit yeah. of work to do, as they say.
3: Yeah, I don't think Norwich were at it, to be honest. When the manager, Alex Neil, was interviewed afterwards about what he thought about the game, he said, that's in the past. <laughs> We're well, yeah. Looking forward to our next league game, and well, that's three, fair enough. Three,
2: As he said, three points in, yeah. the, in the Premier League is all it's he about. He's probably quite happy they're out of yeah. the cup, and it was never a priority. But there
3: aren't too many him. teams taking this cup competition seriously. That's no, why I I wanted, think we can
2: go a long way. I wanted to raise this very point while we are together, because there's been a lot of press about the FA Cup yeah. itself and all sorts of strange ideas about, you know, the smaller club should play, you know, change, change the rules, change the way it's, you know, have it seeded, or the, the, the lower-ranked team plays at home, or there's no replays. And any thoughts? I mean, Rob, listen, you, you go back to the 1903, and, and you're a traditionalist, <laughs> clearly. Um, surely, leave it as it is, don't mess with it. If it's not broke, don't fix it. What's, what's your view? Well, or or I, radically I, change I was it?
0: very interested that Jurgen Klopp was saying uh, that in Germany there aren't, aren't really replays, and he was very surprised that that, yeah. that happens in England. And I think w- we could think about that. Uh, it, it's clear that you can't really expect teams to, to, to play optimally if they're going to play three games in a week. So there has to be some rotation. And there's no excuse for City, who have one of the best squads, uh, that they, they shouldn't feel strong teams all the time.
3: Stewart. I agree. I think the cup is fine. Leave it as it is. I mean, years ago, Rob will remember, and you might. Um, there were six three players. Five or six Absolutely. replays
2: I mean, that went on forever Yeah, but also there's been teams, you know, just yeah. outside of Manchester in Stratford Who didn't enter the competition one year They treated and, it with but, total disrespect And the people disrespect. still doing it Liverpool, they play mid 11 changes yeah. And people are saying that sh- is sh- should, should... Well, that's up to not, them That's
3: up to them You it's think competition so? Should, should team... the FA
2: not be putting in, in, well. in place, stopping people from doing that? But
3: surely the fans will vote with their feet and say, look, we want to get to Wembley
0: <clears> But... It, it, uh, I can remember when uh, Twice, City City played, City played Luton Town in the FA Cup and we were winning 5-1 and the referee called oh, the six, game off. 6-1 I was, was okay.
3: I was there. Dennis Law got and all six goals, right? Dennis Law scored we were 1-0 down we lost the replay Law and scored the only well, goal. Unfortunately, that doesn't
0: won. happen today so so that's mm-hmm. a good thing. But you you well,
3: should
1: also blame
0: the television companies because mm-hmm. um, you know the FA Cup is scheduled at at ridiculous times and uh, there's no opportunity to recover after the game.
2: So... Can we just sort of quickly go back to the Norwich game Obviously still talk about the FA Cup And, and we're recording this uh, on Monday evening Between 7 and 7.30 So at any time we may well hear uh, By the time you hear it you'll know who we've got in the fourth round But we may hear live here on this broadcast Who we've got So we've got someone checking, uh, checking the text And checking Twitter to see uh, who we get In the meantime we'll, we'll carry on and, and just about the game Clearly Norwich not really very interested We've talked about uh, the midfield of Yaya going And uh, the two guys um, Delph and Fernando who, who did a good job, uh, Ilenacio and, and Aguero up top. I, I just want to mention sort of Colin Bell's mate, you know, De Bruyne, who who absolutely looked class coming on and, and took his goal brilliantly. You know, just just a class act, isn't he? Really,
0: uh, he's wonderful. I mean, he gets better and better. And how Chelsea decided to get rid of him is is a mystery to me.
2: Well, I want to give a shout-out to Justin Warns as well, who I was uh, at the game, as, as I said, on Saturday, and, and there was this guy next to me with his sky-blue scarf with a, with a broad Norwich accent, and uh, <laughs> he is a Norwich blue, born and bred, and has been a City fan and was delighted. He's been many times, had to sit in different parts of the ground, but got himself a, a ticket within the City fans, and uh, it was great to meet Justin, I said I'd give me a shout-out, so uh, enjoy watching the Blues uh, from Norwich there. Um, so, moving forward, um, in a couple of days' time, uh, we revisit the Premier League, uh, they're coming thick and fast this time of year. And of course, we we welcome Everton again um, to to the Etihad. And uh, so, who wants to kick off then on the on the Everton game and their thoughts, Joe? Do you want to kick off?
1: Well, I've heard a rumour Oh, the draws in. Well, just and we'll just see
2: that. Because um, Everybody will know that by the time, but we okay. know who it is.
1: Yep. Uh, we I think Everton at home is a. I think we'll beat them. I think that they. Ha- I think they've they're without Lukaku, so. That will really, I think. I think Lukaku is supposed to be injured for that game. Um, I think that Aguero, if he starts again, maybe by himself or with Inacio again, potentially, will be obviously a real threat to them because they've got quite a slow back four and obviously target Elka. But I think the key thing is to make sure we don't bottle it and not and just give in to Yaya Toure throwing his toys out the pram and just put him in. I think we just got to. You know, you know what, thanks for everything but goodbye and put Delph and Fernandinho in that midfield and I think we'll win
2: Keep it as it is, pretty much the same as obviously your heart comes back in, I presume he's yeah. obviously gone with Caballero for, for cup games so Joe's sure. obviously got to come yeah, in I, th-
3: I think it's a, a must win actually I mean, I know it's very early in the season to be talking about must wins, but I think we need to win all our home games if we're going to win the Premier League
2: yeah, we lost um, five already, haven't we? I think. Yeah, no, terms. not at home, but we've lost oh, sure, in total sure.
3: uh, altogether five games, and we can't afford to lose too many more. Any thoughts on the Everton game, Rob, Wednesday night?
0: Well, I think it says something about the frailty of City that you you point out that Lukaku might not play, and mm. you know, a championship-winning team should not be looking for other other sides to be injured. Mm. Um, but uh, having Silva back and relatively refreshed will be encouraging. Yeah. And uh, I would like to see uh, Aguero and Ihinacho play
2: together again. Great to see Zaba back at the weekend. And, and, and I have to say, you know, we, we get all sorts of chants, so, and particularly away fans, we make more noise, of course, when we remain more, more effort. But that Zabba song, it's absolutely fantastic, that people get behind it and sing it, and he seems to love it. And, and you know, at the end of the game, it was really good to see him coming over, punching his chest, kissing the badge,
1: and mm-hmm. that song ran out. It's just... He's on just... his way, then. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, Joe, you've, you've got some thoughts, I think, haven't you, on uh, on chants and so on?
1: You know what? I was at the game at the weekend, and all through half-time, the fans... I mean, obviously, I think we've got some of the best away fans in the country. Country, and most nine out of ten times the songs we come out with are either really good or really funny but that song about Bakari Sanya that they came out with I think it's not my place to tell you what you should and shouldn't sing but I just didn't think I just I didn't find it very funny and I'm fairly sure obviously a lot of players they sort of they go with the fans they like their song obviously Zabba loves his song Aguero loves his song I don't think I think you've got to think about would the player like that song and I think Sanya would hate to have that song attached to him so anyone listening, maybe. Think on And maybe don't sing That song again I I certainly wasn't Joining in uh, In bad taste Listen Our brand new iPhone
2: app Has been updated And is absolutely free At the iTunes store It's a thing of beauty With all your shows there Videos News Etc Download it And leave us a nice review And all the links To our Facebook page Twitter And details of our Fantastic phone apps are all at citypodcast.net. And join us on Facebook and Twitter, which is at City Podcast. So by now you will all know who City have got in the FA Cup fourth round. And Joe, can you report from your phone, please, who have we got then?
1: Um, we have got Wickham Wanderers or Aston Villa away. That's so Wickham. I, Wickham. It will be Wickham. I hope it's Villa, though. That'll be an easy one. And a big thanks to my friend Matt for texting me the, the draw. Thank you, Matt. Yeah, good man. Uh, Early reaction, please. Rob <laughs> Barons.
0: Well, I think uh, Aston Villa, if they win, it will be very difficult because um, I think uh, Les Scott and uh, Micah Richards will be really up for it and City don't have a particularly good record at Villa Park. So, I, th- I mean, it's encouraging that, uh, that they've got a tie like that in comparison to what they could have. So, cheerful, but, but it's not a walkover.
1: Well I think it will be Wickham to be honest I really think Wickham will do Villa I just can't see where Villa Are going to get anything from at the moment I don't know how they're going to do it But I still think Wickham will get through
2: Let's look forward to the next few games then as well Stuart Um, So we start with uh, After the Palace uh, at uh, home. Isn't uh, it? Indeed, it's Palace after the Everton games. Yeah, so it's uh, Palace at home on Saturday. And, and they're, you know, <coughs> seven, they're seventh, got 31 yeah. points. They're only eight points behind us. and They're, they're a good, they're good away,
3: actually. They're yeah. better away He's than at home. He's got sorted, isn't he? hasn't he? So yeah, he, he has, palace are, it's not going to be a walk over there. It's a must win game. <laughs> All of them. Every game we play from now till the end of <laughs> Pellegrini's reign <laughs> is a must win game. We have to leave him a legacy, or he has to leave us a legacy. So to win a he's minimum of two trophies this season
0: Or four, maximum of four, four. Or all,
3: I said a minimum of two,
0: maximum of four oh. P- Palace impressed you this season, Rob? Yeah, they're a terrific team Because they've got pace And mm. they've got commitment And uh, they've got mm-hmm. very talented, skillful players And so it will be very difficult indeed
1: I guess my one thing with Crystal Palace is they've got all the makings of a good team, but the one thing they lack is a clinical centre forward. Because I mean, between I think they've got what is it, Connor Wickham, Shamak, Gale, and Campbell. I think between them they've got about two goals this season. It's, it's their, it's yeah, it's like their pacey players like Punch and Zaha. And I think I think Balassi might be out though, which mm. would be very good for us. Um, but it's also about breaking down their back four. They've got a very good back four.
0: Don't you think Kabai is a, a wonderful player? Oh yes.
1: I'd have, I'd, I'd have him in our team. if I think he'd get in. I think he's better than Toure. <laughs>
3: <laughs> What's he ever done for us,
1: Toure? Well, apart from the goals in the cup final, the goal in the semi-final, the goals against United, the goal at Newcastle, what has Yaya Toure ever done no, for he's us? Nothing, he's just...
2: won as the Premier League twice and he's won as the FA Cup Once. and the Community Shield. Yes What else has he done, yeah, has done? He Did he win us the, the league cup <laughs> Yes
3: he did actually. He, did, he yeah. did But apart from bad. that
2: But it's really interesting Looking back I was talking to Graham Reid who, who I went to the game with um, On Saturday About you know his top um, Ten all time city side Which is a good game You play isn't it When you travel yeah. to, to, to away games And so on And, and Yaya Torre I'm trying to remember if he had him in or not. And I'm pretty sure he did. But if you kind of think about his current form, he clearly wouldn't be, would he? Mm-hmm. But you look back, he's got... Would he, would he be in your top ten of all time, Yaya? Yeah, yeah, for this, what he's given, all the things we just reeled off. We won all those trophies with him, making those surging runs in that attacking role. Yes, he would be. Yeah. And, yeah. uh, and yet, we're talking quite negatively about him now because he's, kind of, he's, well, he's become a, less interested at the but, but tail end great, of his career. You
0: know, great managers like Ferguson know when to get rid of mm. uh, aging players. And maybe that's a yaya
2: it's case that, at it's the like, moment. It's that great leadership that, that Ferguson showed that you, you missed <laughs> in his book. No, then. no, no. That's <laughs> called <coughs> managerial skill. Do you, do you think Guardiola will keep no. Arturo? No, I don't. He sold him the
1: first time, didn't he?
2: I think he'll recognise, you know, that he's been a great player, his job's done, and I think he'll move him out very quickly. Because his agent was saying
1: that
3: he's
0: under threat. Could I just just say this? The the bookmakers have Guardiola a 4-1 on to come to City. Bet
3: they'll have him at 10-1 on.
0: But that's but, a good bet. You know, uh, they also Ten had on. the Labour Party to, to, uh, to, to win the last general election.
2: And I was talking to Graham mm. about this. That we, can you imagine? Because it's not, you know, listen, all the speculation is and he's favourite and all that. But you also understand he hasn't actually signed on the dotted line yet. No, who, no, who no, can't. He, he can't. Exactly. So who knows? Just imagine, and, and this is the, again the game we play, just imagine him going to Stretford or Chelsea. And we, you know, we, we start next season, you know, with David that charming, with, with that charming man, and, and Guardiola somewhere else. I mean, how would that make us all feel with with all that we've been I've, talking about? I think
1: Pellegrini would leave. I think a deal has been done
3: in principle. I don't think anything has been signed. It can't be because he's still manager of of, uh, of a football team. He can't sign for one, another team and still manage Bayern Munich. So it, it's done. In, it's hundred percent done. But it's not been, It cannot be announced
0: yet. I hope you're right. I mean, we shouldn't feel too sorry for Pellegrini because, yes, he is a charming man, but he was asked to come for three years, and he's done that, and he's done it very well. But but uh, they mo- need to move up a gear now. Yeah. So even if they don't get Guardiola, I think they should replace Pellegrini.
2: Mm. And if it's not Guardiola, you got any thoughts on who that might be? M- Moyes is still available. <laughs> he
3: is.
1: Van Gaal will be available as well. Very much so, yeah.
2: Uh, I'd like to see Simeone
0: if if they can't get Guardiola.
1: Alan Pardew. Shut up. I have they talk about him going to taking the Real Madrid job if, before yeah, Zidane right. took yeah, it. Yeah. yeah, it was probably Alan Pardew saying that, but... Mm, yeah. Uh, in terms of the
2: January, just sort of talk, we're in January, uh, transfer window is open. Uh, in the past, we said, don't need anybody, don't need any central defenders. We've, we've spent a fortune on them, don't need any more. Um, thoughts, have those changed over the last couple of weeks? Any, any thoughts on, have we got any gaps? Will, will we be going out with our, with our wallets? And we've certainly got not I short don't money. I do think so. You're still, think you're think still so. sticking think, with that?
3: I think Guardiola will decide who we have and who we don't have.
2: So it's a no from you. Different view, Rob. you got your eye on any We need a centre back, we won't be getting one. Sure. I
0: deeply regret that City let uh, Negredo go and mm. didn't replace him. And I think they're still suffering from that. What about Jekka? Yep. Yeah,
2: I, I quite oh, agree. C- sorry, so are you saying that we should be going out and getting another striker? Is that well, I... what you're saying, or are you just saying you're, you're sorry that no, uh, we didn't replace him? <laughs> no, <Soon> goes a <laughs> lovely man. <laughs> <laughs> nice boy. What
0: I'm saying is that uh, even if you give Ihinacho games, He's not at the state of his career where he's going to be a permanent replacement in the second half of this season, so you could bring someone else in okay, but you don't have to spend fifty million quid look look how much uh, delhi alley cost Delhi Alley cost five million pounds he's not not a striker, but you know sure. they are around
1: sure. I would happily flog Bonnie for maybe fifteen million, and then yeah. go out and buy a much better, real upgrade on him. Like maybe even break the bank and go and get someone like Benzema or Harry Kane or someone.
2: There was talk of uh, that Chelsea bloke Hazard <laughs> coming to City. <laughs> not it was, good it, enough. It, it, was, it was in the Sun, I think, and, he, and actually, the, <laughs> interestingly, the, you know, the City website today had it as one of its news stories that the Sun was reporting that yeah, they, Hazard, or however you pronounce it, is uh, is up, a target for he, Cities.
1: He's not good enough for one.
2: And he was was, foot, foot, footballer of the year. Have been the best leader. player. <laughs> the best player in the country.
1: Who is the mean, African Africa?
3: Footballer of the Year, by the way? Obama
2: Yang. <laughs> uh,
1: let's have him. Not Yaya. Could, Yaya. No, let's have Aubameyang, actually, see how that's Maybe Yaya will walk it's out scored then. scored a lot of gold.
0: Sorry, Joe, but Hazard or Hazard is a great player.
1: He wouldn't get in the team, though.
0: Well, I think he would. Where's he going to fit in?
1: Uh, he could be Navas' boot cleaner or something <laughs> from, for a few months, but. Well, listen, it's a great pleasure.
2: Uh, Rob Barron, CBE, uh, thank you for joining us on your debut. Excellent debut. Will you come back?
0: Well, it's, it's Rob Barron, CTID. That's the most important thing. Excellent. And if you'll have me, I'd love to come back.
2: Great. Stuart, always a pleasure. Joe, thank you, thank you all of you. This is Nigel Rothman saying thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you all very soon.
0: This is a playback media production served to you in association with Why Not Think People, Sports Social Podcast Network.